the third biggest U.S. agricultural machinery maker, had a busy week last week. The company agreed to buy Monsanto's precision planting equipment business, and then the following day, it reported earnings. The stock, by the way, up nearly 25% so far this year. Let's get more on the business of Agco. Martin Riechenhagen is chairman, president, and CEO at Agco, and he joins us uh, on the phone from Atlanta. Uh, nice to have you here with us. Uh, Martin, talk to us a little bit about the environment and specifically the U.S. farmer. Uh, what are you seeing uh, in terms of uh, their business and, and their demand? Yeah, good afternoon. Finally, I think we bottomed out here in the U.S., uh, and uh, there's a peak up demand. Uh, that means farmers need to replace their equipment. I think farm income this year is also okay because uh, yes, farm or commodity prices are, have been higher in the past, but they're still on a very a historical, on a very solid level. And harvest is expected to be pretty good, so that means farmers will make money and are in a position to invest. Does it make you nervous? We've got a story out on the Bloomberg today, and it says the world's biggest corn exporters are preparing for a showdown. And they just talk about how Brazilian farmers are in the midst of collecting their biggest corn harvest ever and that American supplies are also plentiful. Um, so it's going to be a buyer's market for those who need to buy corn. Um, but it does, you know, a little bit of a clash. I don't know how that plays into maybe what you might see in terms of demand for your products. Not so much because uh, at the same time, we see world population growing and growing and growing. Uh, protein consumption, so meat consumption is up in emerging markets. Therefore, there will be also demand. Interesting. I'm also interested in, I was, you know, moving around, reading some different stories on you guys uh, and taking a look at kind of the Internet of Things and how you guys, along with everybody else, are embracing technology uh, more and more. Talk to me a little bit about that in terms of spending and where you see kind of your industry growing. Yeah, at, at Echo we call that Fuse. So that means uh, we want our products to communicate uh, between our various brands, Massey Ferguson and Challenger, mainly here in the U.S. But we want our equipment also to talk to equipment of competitors, and that's uh, pretty much unique. So that means we do not use uh, technology or uh, modern IT solutions in order to cut competition out. Uh, we also think that the Data is owned by the farmer. And what we want to do is we want to help, almost like um, continuous improvement in manufacturing. We want to help farmers to become more and more efficient. And therefore, we invest a lot of money in this area. Uh, we are far ahead uh, when you compare our industry with automotive. Most of our equipment is already in a position to drive autonomously. So on a field, the, the farmer, the driver, the operator, doesn't drive so much anymore, but is more focused on improving yields with the implements he is using. Interesting. I'm also curious, um, you know, I mentioned on the introduction into you that you guys just bought that uh, precision planting uh, business from Monsanto. Are we going through a new phase in agriculture that relies on smarter technology? Yes, for sure. And uh, it starts, uh, and that was the, the purpose of this acquisition, it starts with intelligent seeding, and from there it's basically optimizing the whole process. So what's next? <laughs> You're certainly not shy about doing some acquisitions. Is there something else that you are looking for and that you plan to continue doing uh, acquisitions? Well, we also, of course, invest about 300 to $350 million in research and development, and a lot is going into that area. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are uh, 
pretty much into also working in alliances and partnerships with important players, and that makes us different from uh, competition. So we don't think that it makes too much sense to put all your money into businesses which uh, which uh, change very very rapidly. So therefore, we rather check carefully before we make an acquisition. But uh, let's say in this area. There's certainly uh, some opportunities in the future. We will organize uh, something called iVent, uh, where we basically invite uh, founders and small companies, businesses, which are just uh, startups, uh, in order to present their case. And then maybe uh, this will end up in the one or the other corporation or even joint venture or acquisition also. What keeps you up at night? Well, uh, I have the most wonderful job uh, in the world, so uh, I think uh, I have uh, a certain vision. And what keeps me up, I want to be at 10% margin very soon. How soon will you be there? Well, within, uh, I'd say hopefully within two to three years. Two to three years. And that's, I'm assuming, contingent on a global economy that keeps at least at this level, if not better. Yeah, let's say at this level, we we can already see improvements, but let's say if we would be at about $9 billion in revenues, we would be there. All right. Going to leave it on that note. Thank you, um, Martin, for some time. Uh, Martin Rieschenhagen, he's a chairman, president, and chief executive officer at Agco Corporation, joining us uh, on the phone from Atlanta. And uh, just taking a look at Agco shares, as I mentioned, they are up about mm, half a percent today, but they are up just about 25% so far in 2017. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Coming up on the other side of the break, a check on some of your top business news. Continuing changes out of Washington. We'll continue to track that and uh, also get an update on today's trading session. This is Bloomberg.